0: Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by
1: BetSperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. Andy, let's go deep on a breakdown of last year's come out of nowhere, no one saw it coming, number one seed in the NFC and Ultimate. NFC champion, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, how, uh, how, how are you feeling about uh, last year's campaign in hindsight?
0: Really well coached, really well schemed, really good game plans from a pass rushing standpoint, really good game plans from an offensive sequencing offensive just using the i mean you use this phrase so many times drew and i love it pushing the right buttons at the right time Mm. but that's kind of what sequencing and play calling is is just you know the the joke is like oh you know the, the people who rail against analytics like you guys just want to throw the ball on every down no there's a lot of spots where this is a much better time to run the ball it's going to be very efficient against this and that's kind of the the story for that team. Is they they found a bunch of really efficient plays, not to, you know the the sneak not even mentioned yet, like the scrum, the the, the, the most uh, fucking cheese cheese whatever you guys want to call it. When you know when somebody used to play a video game and they just use a stupid move over and over again, <laughs> and you got mad, or, or you know in Madden, if there's that one play that just always works, but. It's uh yeah it was always a good game plan and Sam points out in the in the chat here you could always bank on Philly attacking the weakness of the defense when betting mm-hmm. the props that's yeah spamming that's a good one Dan it's it's yeah it's kind of what I was getting at there is just like they they knew the assignment every week and they went out there and they put together a very good game plan and yeah. they won a shitload of games because of it
1: yeah, I thought they had the and best coach last year. At least he deserved more consideration for coach mm-hmm. of the year, but that's just me. Um, again,
0: this is one of those dumb stats too, but it, it, once you get past the initial like facade of it's the be leading by a bunch at half. You know, that – that well, no shit. Having a lead early and often is, improves your win probability, but it changes so much about what you have to do to close a game and they—I don't know if this—I'm uh, sure everybody would subscribe to that if they could, but they really went out there and did it. They were such a good first half team, Whoa. and it put so many teams. You just talked about this in the last episode with the Cowboys. What about being in a comeback mode against this team? What about being in a comeback mode against a team that has like eight pretty good pass rushers that they can just cycle through?
1: Yeah. And, yeah. Keep and an unstoppable, you with? unstoppable yeah. high leverage rushing game.
0: Pretty good secondary. Yeah. Good run game, good running quarterback. Very hard, very hard to come back against this team.
1: I mean, in hindsight, extremely impressive that the Chiefs managed to do it. <laughs> like, yeah. that was kind of a tough ask. Like, yeah. coming back against like these the, guys, mm, not easy. The,
0: was it, there was a defensive touchdown, right?
1: Yeah, it was a scoop and score after an absolutely hilarious, hilarious fumble. fumble by Jalen Hurts, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they needed that. Like, Just they a
1: true cell phone. The Eagles um, were
0: very, very good. Like, they, they were very could very have good. won that game.
1: Yes, they Those win that game a lot ahead. of times. <laughs> <laughs> teams true. to the right side. Don't get me wrong, but uh, Eagles put together a ninety fifth percentile performance because that's what a good coach, well coached team does. Mm-hmm. They come out in the biggest game of their entire season and lives, careers, whatever, and they kick ass. Um, but the Eagles were awesome last year. Don't let it be misstated. Any of the stuff that we say on this podcast from here forward. The Eagles deserved every bit of the success that they got last year. It was all earned. That's it. This schedule was easy. You could see this coming a mile away. When we finally flipped that schedule open and during the pod last year, I'll never remember being like, "Dope! Oh, why wasn't I buying Eagles earlier?" Like this team is going to wreck this schedule. They played no good quarterbacks. They played an extremely favorable sequence of games Uh, and they honestly, it was the perfect schedule for a team that had pushed their chips in the table by trading for AJ Brown and by, uh, you know, kind of deploying their draft capital on pieces that they thought were high leverage and it all paid off. It was a great run. You got an MVP caliber season out of your quarterback and Jalen hurts who you got with second round draft capital. Bravo. Uh, you got uh you know top five you performance. In, uh, you brought
0: in Hassan Reddick, you brought in Fletcher oh, Cox, God. My I goodness. mean just like the people they added to the you know the, the the Bradbury, um just the people that got added to that defense, even like some guys yeah. didn't contribute as much later Lin Val Joseph, Dominican too like you just kept throwing stuff at that defense and it it worked.
1: Yeah, they uh, they went all in around the young quarterback on a rookie deal, and it paid off in spades. And that's kind of the tale of 2022 days. for the Eagles. Uh, they did it in a way that was fantastic. I'm glad you brought up the, the second quarter lead thing. Um, like, they generated leads in ways that were, that was, like, well done, guys. Your plan A for this defense, mwah, chef's kiss. Like, perfectly done plan A. For how you're going to attack these guys, well executed, huge lead. Now play situational football and kill this sucker. And they just did that over and over and over and over again. It was a thing. That, it was a it was something of beauty. Uh, it was a thing you could count on in the playoffs when they went up against the Giants and the and uh, the Niners. Um, and it was a fun team to bet on in every sense of the word. Um, and you know, very very excited for them. I think the reality of the fact that they played no uh good quarterbacks and that they had so many second half leads there is a v- swirling wind of you bring this exact same unit back with a tougher schedule and this defense was going to be overrated and and far, then they, far
0: fewer coordinators that you and then last take year.
1: away yeah and then take away a coordinator House and take away five four five starters Now, all of a sudden, there's a reason to look at the defensive side of the ball specifically and say, okay, if they're going to repeat the success, it has to be because the offense takes another step forward. They can't just expect to have the same type of offensive efficiency last year and win all of those same games because the schedule is much tougher. The sequencing is much less favorable. Um, And you're in a division with an opponent who is pretty close to equal strength in terms of on paper. Uh, I do not have a big gap between Dallas and Philadelphia overall in terms of roster strength whatsoever. Um, So you pay Hertz. I thought they did a good job of kind of accelerating that so that you didn't have to like either put him in a weird position this year and, or go above whatever Burrow gets compensated. Um, Like that was good to get in line when you did and get that (laughs) done dealt with
0: contract sequencing.
1: Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It was incredible. Um, so, I mean, it's just to say that, like, this is a well-run organization. They use analytics the right way. Howie Roseman uses his staff the correct way. Like they make good decisions about personnel and, uh, they have built something that, you know, in the next 10 years, if the Eagles are literally like, what are we doing here? Bottom of the barrel rebuild. I will be full Like this is built, like it is going to be sort of the premier, uh, organization in at least the NFC, if not football, by the way that they're handling their business, it is very, very cool. That said, they have made a lot of bets on Georgia defense, and they better pay off this year because yes. they <laughs> it's just, it's just, have Athens North <laughs> here. <laughs> they have a young but, uh, uh you know, well adorned defense that they are going to count on to. Uh, to keep you know to help them kind of put together another campaign, um, but you want to know it, man. <laughs> this offense is freaking awesome. This is this is just really it's beauty to behold when you look at strength, balance, up and down this roster. Uh, Philadelphia offense is is truly spectacular. Like they are going to be in every game. They're going to score a million fucking points this year. And if they get anything out of the investments they've made in the young, you know, the young defensive players on this roster, then they're going back to the Super Bowl. I'm not really doubting it. Um, that said, uh, 2022. Am I characterizing it fairly?
0: Yeah, there was a lot of uh, a lot of easy spots against you know minuses as far as quarterbacks go, and I mean even you know even the teams that were. <laughs> Detroit's. You go look at those Detroit scores and I was screws with you because I feel like they were up by a billion on Detroit. And Detroit's offense did the same thing they did the year before against the Niners and put a bunch up. But I mean, they they held Minnesota to seven. That was that was an offense that popped off quite a bit. The, the win against Washington obviously was you know. Good because they end up losing that team. It just goes to show; it doesn't matter how good you are, you really got to show up every single week. Because somebody who you know was four, five, six games worse than you can give you their best shot and then win on the road, like Washington did later. But you know, the the wins against Dallas, the wins against uh, the Jags, the win against the Packers—like it's it's different different things showed up every week, and it it always just worked. You know, and obviously the. The late, the late season games that we had to miss from, you know, quarterback. It's maybe, maybe underplays like this. This could have been like a this could have been an undefeated team, truthfully. Like if they if they showed up against Washington and then Hertz plays all the games, like you win those last two games as well, probably. But I mean, even that, it's just it was a very impressive game. They just played a lot of weak quarterbacks. I mean, the, yeah, a, I don't I think mean, they were beaten
1: Dallas at Dallas if they're oh, in, that, in that spot, that's too much.
0: Pressure. No, and that that early I mean. Dallas game, I'm sure that was that was a Cooper Rush game. Cooper so you, Rush, go, yeah. you go from the Cardinals to Cooper Rush to Pickett to, you know, Houston to Washington to the Colts. Like that is a stretch of not having to play very tough quarterbacks for quite a while and then, you know, even later in the season, you got the Bears thrown in there, you got the Saints thrown in there there was a bunch of spots where it's like, you're too good to lose. And it's funny. They lost to the saints because it was a kind of a weird punt at the end of the season. And then, yeah, the, this is funny too. The The Packers game. It, it reminded me of the, we keep going back to Georgia, but it's like the Georgia TCU game. where are like, Oh, you could just run the ball and get a first down every time. Why don't you just, just keep doing that? <laughs>
1: yeah uh you that second Dallas game, I know we just covered Dallas and I don't want to go too far down this road, but uh I forgot how bad McCarthy's decision making was at the end of that game. Dallas had the ball on the Philly three uh, and took a delay game and then kicked a field goal and gave Philly the ball back with a minute 41 and a six point deficit. They could have very well won on that game. Um, and I one other comment about McCarthy before I forget. I think he suffers from the fact that he just looks stupid when he's on camera because like when things are going wrong it's so so easy for the video editor video director of the broadcast to be like give me camera 2 McCarthy yeah. looking stupid like McCarthy anytime, I mean anytime, McCarthy's that, going why
0: the dead look in his eyes were just like a dairy why cow. is
1: this happening you know yeah. what is going why on bad, here why are bad things happening why, are bad, things happening? why are bad things happening now um but anyway Sireanni doesn't have that problem. <laughs> Back to the Eagles. You no, know, um, and
0: I, I guess you know more into. Uh, there isn't as much to say about this team last season. Like I, I don't need. There's not a lot we need to cover because a lot of it is just going to cover sure. how how we're going to talk about this team. But the the coordinator thing that outside of losing losing some defensive pieces, I think the coordinator thing is the biggest spot <laughs> for me. Maybe maybe not Gannon as much, although yeah might find out that like he was a very big part of what made them successful. But the uh, the the loss of the OC styke it's that one that one I kind of hurts, I think.
1: Yeah. And Shane Steichen in... is subtraction by subtraction. Jonathan Gannon is question mark by subtraction.
0: Yeah. I dug in a little on the new OC. Um he is the all time winningest quarterback at Utah, by the way.
1: How about that? Yeah, he.
0: You want. You want to know who his first coach was when he was a, a quarterback at Utah?
1: Yeah, man I was. Uh, it was. Oh, no, what? It was, Ur- it was Urban, Urban, yeah, Urban Meyer.
0: He, he. was. He was oh. there for the last year of Urban Meyer before Whittingham took over. That's oh. funny. He, he. So after he graduated, tried to make it back, didn't he? Ended up going and working for Whittingham but worked his way up. Um. But yeah, I. I just because I just end up down these stupid rabbit holes when I'm looking at new coaches that I don't know
1: a ton about. I couldn't and have told you Brian Johnson was a former quarterback.
0: No, Brian, the quarterback room, his freshman year with Urban Meyer, um, it had, it was, he was behind Alex Smith.
1: Oh, okay. Wow. But wow.
0: the third stringer uh, was Pharaoh Tagliavailoa, just to his uncle what i don't i know this wow is, this is Utah. this is what this Utah is what i did this afternoon um so all right but the, yeah no I, I don't know a ton about him i he's been in some you know obviously he was you know he's been in some decent systems he's come up and they have faith in him to give him this job but that's a big question mark
1: yes they can killed um <sighs> okay final thoughts on 2022 before we get into the offseason
0: no, um, one of any I guess of these. My biggest, three, my biggest one, hope because yeah. I, I hate, I hate the just what happens to a fan base yeah. when you see a window close so fast. Yeah, I, I hope the defense remains good and they're okay because, man, they probably should have won the game. <laughs> and <laughs> if their window closes that quick yeah. after, maybe not even the fans. I don't give a shit about the fans. I'm yeah. just so impressed with the front office and the moves yeah. they made. I want this to have a three four year window for them.
1: Yeah. In some order, one of four things happens differently, and I think they probably win. Hertz doesn't fumble. Six. Yeah. Uh, Sirianni goes for it instead of punting late or kicking the field goal. I forget what he did, but he had a pretty sh- easy, he had a pretty convertible set of downs that he he kind of lost his nerve about being aggressive and going forward at the exact wrong time because that was such a perfectly awesome characteristic of Sirianni all year long was pushing the right buttons at the right time rushing for three yards on third and four to set up the scrum on fourth and one like that stuff was just a master at work maestro just bang 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 he was killing it. And he lost his nerve at the wrong time. That, that that changed that decision. I think that maybe the game ends a little differently. Um, Bradbury, if he makes a play instead of committing the penalty in the oh, end zone. Yeah. The game ends literally. And, uh, of course, the sod father. If the sod father didn't water the shit out of the field, then uh, the defense might have had a little bit more purchase in the pass rush and you know maybe... Maybe uh, Mahomes doesn't have as much time. We're gonna be talking
0: about the fucking poor side (laughs) father.
1: Yeah. So it was, you know, there was, there was, there was a path there where Eagles come out as Super Bowl champions, and that would have been cool for them. Uh, I think they're still very much live. They're gonna win. I think if you maybe set a market fair price that uh, Hertz wins the Super Bowl after seeing the way he conducted himself in last year's Super Bowl in his career, I'm gonna probably make it like minus one fifty. I, I think gonna it's going to happen.
0: Even money, I'm more, I'm more uh, pessimistic about okay. everyone in general. It's just so hard to do because we've seen like <laughs> the best team in the league, many, many, many times, does not win the Super Bowl. It's so hard. Everything, I, I everything, just have faith in Bowl. the
1: organization.
0: Yeah, I like it.
1: And hurts, and hurts is a guy that I think consistently is going to be ranked top five in quarterbacks among quarterbacks. He's going to be squarely in that tier two. I think he's got the goods. Sure. I don't think there's really a, a I don't think he has to get over some athletic hump where, you know, he's you know, cuz his his um effectiveness on the ground looks repeatable to me. You know, the the shoulder injury that took him out of the games against Dallas and New Orleans was pretty fluky, I thought. It wasn't a, a matter of the way they were utilizing him, I didn't think. Um so Hurts ultimately gets there, I think with Sirianni. But yeah, the coordinator thing is a big big question and I like the Brian Johnson hire fine. He looked like that was always part of the plan. Like if we lose Steichen, this is what we're gonna do. Um, no idea what to make of Sean Desai, but there was enough of a absolute stink on Gannon after the 2021 campaign that I think there's a decent section of the Philadelphia faithful who are probably like addition by subtraction. See you later, dude. Like there's definitely um some people who probably are expecting a, a more well-coordinated defense. And, you know, in 2021, with a lot of the similar personnel, they were just not very creative. And they were creative last year. Like, they definitely showed signs of life. But they were playing with such a positive game state so often that it's really tough to give them a fair shake in the evaluation standpoint, which is why I think they're a little overrated this year. Off-season greats. Biggest personnel move, in your opinion, was who they lost or who they retained?
0: I mean, they did. They did retain. It's it's tough with such a good roster because just like keeping keeping people is good. I I love that the Carter fell in their lap because of some of the issues. You know, it will remain to see how much it hurts to lose like CJGJ and Edwards, and uh, you know, I, we'll see what the what the right side of the offensive line looks like. I don't know in your grading, do you have do you have Tyler Steen? In your starting, in your starting five up front, yes. Because it doesn't sound like he's starting. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, well, that's uh, just things.
0: yeah. So they Who did draft him. It's uh, I, I think we're gonna put Cam Jergens. He has been. This is just digging in today on some of the camp battles. It sounds like they they wrote Steen in, and now it's like, hey, Jergens is taking all the first reps at right guard mm-hmm. now. You know what? I believe he was backing up Kelsey. It doesn't matter. So neither of them. I was going to say, done. it, it yeah. probably doesn't matter. I just, I just forgot I was going to note that for you because I caught it today. But
1: Yeah, thank you um, for saying that. Uh, you, I can tell you this live on the air as I update my player rankings. Right now, I have the Philadelphia Eagles as the fourth best offensive line in of football. And that's somewhat controversial because I think a lot of people would just tell you they're the best, right? Um, if I move Juergens in for Steen, then they move to the third best offensive line of football, so it actually look does at, matter. Look at
0: hmm. us! Look at no, us! How about that? Yeah, about that? I thought we were gonna have one of those tweets where it's like Tyler Steen, um, Eagles Super Bowl odds, Kim Jurgens <laughs> Super Bowl
1: odds. <laughs> Same number. No, they're actually I actually do move them up a notch. Uh, I didn't realize that it was that fra- that close between three and four. Uh, the third offensive line I had was Detroit. They flip flop with Detroit if you move Jurgens into the starting lineup. So how about that? I didn't realize. Um. No, the offseason for me, uh, it was interesting that they retained Slay and Bradbury. Uh, you looked at the defense overall at one point right before free agency. You know when people put out the list and they're like, here are the best free agents. You know, here are the guys that might be free agents. Here are the guys to keep an eye on, right? And you go through that list and I, I go through the depth chart that everybody ends their season with and I put a highlight on everybody who is a maybe elite, maybe going to leave just to get a sense of how much turnover there could be on any given roster at one point i had almost the entire starting philly defense highlighted to either is this guy going to retire is he going to go to free agency are they going to retain him or what it was like they, they could turn over an entire starting 11 like that seems impossible now they ultimately retain Fletcher cox decides not to retire josh sweat is back uh hasan reddick is back um else we got Darius Slay comes back on a team-friendly kind of deal which is interesting to me Bradbury similarly like they're they're sticking around these guys some of these older guys and I don't know how much they've got left in the tank but I mean Bradbury and and Slay were great last year for most of the season they stumbled times late I thought you could be critical of them but I really was you know you're looking for reasons to pick on the Eagles at that point in the season uh, they're going to be probably very solid contributors for the balance here. So a lot of turnover, but I think they retain the right parts. I give them the benefit of the doubt, surely, right? Like they know what they're doing. Um, and yes, now we have Jalen Carter. Nekobe Dean moves into a starting role. You have Nolan Smith as backup. Um, Jordan Davis is a backup. Uh, uh, that's four Georgia Bulldogs. Is Are there more that I'm forgetting about? There's a lot. Kylie Ringo. (laughs) There's a, there are a lot of of national championship bulldogs on this roster. And the question remains were those guys, just individually as talented as the sum of the parts or what? And we're going to find out, um, because they all have pretty huge roles this year. Um, I rated the losses as meaningful here. Um, TJ Edwards mattered. Javon Hargraves mattered. Um, I think Isaac Semalo mattered. So Malo. Uh, he was the guard that they're replacing with uh, uh, yeah. Um Because Jer-
0: Jergens is like, he's the heir apparent at center once we get a retirement. But yeah. now right now he's like, he, you have to step in and guard. You're, yeah. you're playing immediately.
1: Marcus Epps mattered a little. CJ GJ mattered a little. Kazir White mattered a little. Limbaugh Joseph didn't matter much. Robert Quinn didn't matter much. And Don Kinsu didn't matter much. Andrew, Dill, Andrew Andre Diller didn't matter much. Um, Gardner Minshew didn't matter much. So um, a lot of losses, a lot of names, uh, a, lot, a lot on the defensive side of the ball. Miles Sanders was a minus two, I think you got to say. Like he didn't really get a ton of credit for what he brought to the team last year, but he, uh, you know, he, he did his job. He did his job as a running back. He was good. Um, definitely a top 10 guy across the league, at least. Um, so considering what they had to do with retaining players, with signing hurts, with making tough decisions at the defensive side of the ball, with replacing two coordinators and with having meaningful draft capital, but not amazing draft capital. I think the Eagles get an A.
0: Yeah. You're, you're, you're relying on some youth. You're relying on some unknowns at, on the defensive line at middle linebacker, you know, a a little bit on the offensive line. And obviously at both coordinator spots. So there's a little more unknown, but we went into last season, basically just, uh, I mean, there was no gas in the tank that was hype powered and (laughs) we still got there. So, and yeah, part of why miles Sanders and just the run game in general is good is the scheme, the offensive line and the the quarterback that makes a big difference as well, but I'm, I'm fine. Ah, you know what? B plus.
1: Okay. Um, Here's a key...
0: mad button. Losing, losing two coordinators. It's like it's such a shitty thing. Yeah, it's such a like badge of honor as well. Or like you know <laughs> the Niners just losing a defensive coordinator every year for like you know how many years now.
1: So, question for you is: They, they are they done, or do you think there's another potential surprise move here because they have oh, some yeah, cap space?
0: Scott, got
1: I don't some know. I'm not, I'm not
0: sure where they would where they would add. You know, obviously. I I don't know, like who's out there that you would go chase.
1: You think they would just convert Hertz's salary and eat it, as opposed to adding a player because they got some space right now.
0: Uh, if it helps next year's dead money and whatnot, and, you know, you figure it out. But I think if I'm making a move, I'm, I'm doing it mid-season. I'm kind of in wait and see mode.
1: I'm yeah. not adding
0: something right now. I'm seeing where where I need to add later on. And they were, you know, you don't make huge moves that way usually. We do see the occasional big mid-season trade, but they were perfectly fine bringing in players, you know, last season to shore yeah. things up. So uh, probably maybe status quo with that.
1: <laughs> and, yeah.
0: and I, I do want to kind of sidebar rant here. I've seen way too many articles about like why – Insert NFL team that this person is a beat writer for should trade for, um, you know, uh, Colts running back. Why is his name escaping? Jonathan, like, Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> it's like, no, what? Like, have you not seen how teams are treating free agent running backs? They won't pay anybody. Now they're going to trade a bunch of assets to the team for the chance to pay him a bunch. Like, none of this is happening. He's going to be. Yeah, Colts, right. I'm the only owner
1: dumb enough to do that already employs them.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm taking <laughs> crazy pills. Like, that's just not feasible because you, you're not only paying a running back a lot more than you probably want to, like, you have to trade assets for a running back. That's not something we want to be doing unless, like, we mentioned, unless your running back is also like 75% of a slot receiver, like the Niners got last year.
1: Sure, sure. Um, I can't imagine that story. That's not, that's not a serious story. <laughs> that's a very I've seen serious. it for like six different yeah. teams
0: now. It's Crazy. like, Oh, Hey, the Vikings lost cook. Should they be looking at this or the, the Cowboys? There was a Cowboys writer that said, Hey, this might be a good idea because now we're a little thin. Like, no. yeah. What are you doing?
1: Okay. Well, let's gloss a little more about the offensive roster. Cause right now, so far we've just talked about how there are some big questions on the defensive side. Um, the uh oh fuck. Uh you got a good
0: you got a good tight end. You brought in another tight end to back yeah. him up. You yeah. got a good one. Obviously, it's a top five wide receiver one, two punch, probably top three. Um Zaccheaus, uh haven't really seen him, I guess, with a good offense yet. Sorry, Atlanta, but I'm trying to think. Yeah. Was he in Atlanta last year? Is he moved around a little?
1: Uh yeah, he was. I don't, it doesn't, doesn't really move the needle for me. I mean, Hold it's fine, need. but realistically, if, the, if they like him
0: enough to add him to the roster, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm bullish on him to yeah. improve on last year's stats.
1: Your one, two punch at left at uh wide receiver. One and two is amazing. Uh good tight end. He's mentioned uh, Deandre Swift, an interesting uh, move uh, to bring him in. And actually your running back room has so much redundancy and depth. It's kind of weird. Um, the offensive line is in, in it's 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 incredible outside of the one question mark at right guard. Yeah,
0: they, there's probably a there's probably a running back that won't make the roster that is going to just get picked up right away. Cause yeah. They have like they have like five running backs and they're all good enough to play for NFL Somebody, teams. Yeah, you can't absolutely. keep everybody, I don't think.
1: No. Lane Johnson, one of the best right tackles in football, if not the best. Jason Kelsey, one of the best centers in football, if not the best. Landon Dickerson, one of the best left guards in football, if not the best. Jordan Mailata, uh, well above replacement level left tackle. And uh, question mark for Cam Jurgens. But, uh, you know, when everybody else is that strong, I think they yeah, can afford to give you some help. Yeah, they far. can give you some help. Jalen Hurts, for me, is the top five quarterback. No questions asked. Uh, I would hem and haw and think extremely hard if the ravens called me up and said player for player lamar jackson for jalen hurts after the way we saw jalen hurts comport himself in last year's playoff run what would you say i'd probably just keep him. keep hurts yeah yeah Yeah. familiar with your system good locker room chemistry yeah i think you do um Yeah, this offense is going to score buckets this year, which makes them a fun, different type of handicap, I think. And I think that's really where we make our money with these guys this year is that people are going to assume one thing based on what they saw last year, and it's going to be a little different because this team, I think, can get out to leads still, but they're going to concede some of those leads potentially. And they're going to be a team that I think is going to be a lot more uh, live in comeback mode. Eagles, for what it's worth, were not a great team in comeback mode like they barely barely came back against the Colts they barely came back uh against uh, a handful of pretty questionable teams last year and did not against the commanders did not against was, the Saints
0: I was impressed with the uh, the Jaguars game where they got punched yeah in the that was, that good. was like the, that was, that was good. like the first punch in them mall.
1: weird weather in that team. one though
0: they 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 brushed that one off but yeah it gets Against teams that held up well with the lead, it was it was a little different. And yeah, yeah, like the Colts game was. I mean, that was that was you know outside of the games they actually lost late in the season for way different reasons. That that Washington Colts stretch that was like a hard double hiccup.
1: Surely, yeah, that's why they signed Linval Joseph and Dominican Sue, because they couldn't stop the run, Andy.
0: Yeah, like we just need some huge dudes that aren't playing for someone right now.
1: No. <laughs> All right, let's look at the schedule the eagles uh draw a much tougher uh strength of opponent this year compared to last year albeit we are implying 10 wins based on win probability and there are questions in my mind about you being dogs at the jets uh i have a strong suspicion that you will not be getting eagles at plus money in that spot call me crazy but uh eagles will be favored uh casey you will be dogs but you're coming off a bye Uh, At Dallas, you'll be dogs, but it's a coin flip of a game, as every Dallas game is going to be with you. Um, You are at a rest disadvantage five times. That's kind of the test the NFL is throwing your way. Uh, And they are making you travel a couple of times against opponents that are going to kind of give you a test, including Seattle and the Giants. Uh, In fact, just in general, tough travel down the stretch at Dallas, at Seattle versus the Giants at home.
0: Well, not only that, but just after, like, a meat grinder of – what
1: Casey Buffs, Sam three Fran, three of the best Dallas. teams
0: in the league right in a row, <clears throat> followed by Dallas, Seattle back to back road games, and then I mean, the Giants. The Giants aren't a pushover, despite you know that being a seven point favorite. And you're it's at least home. If you had the Giants twice. That's gonna be a pesky team, and you know the at least you have Arizona. I guess there's always that. There's always a little silver lining. But after the bye, that's a that's a fucking grinder.
1: Holy shit. Those four games are ridiculous. KC, Buffalo, San Fran, Dallas.
0: Yeah, rest up. What the hell? Only two are on the road,
1: but, and they're separated
0: at thing. least. But after that, like you said, after that, you face a, the one of the weaker teams in, uh, out of that stretch in Seattle. But it's a really shitty travel spot.
1: I have that as the top four rosters in four of the top five rosters uh, in the NFL in consecutive weeks. And the only only top five team you're not playing is yourself. (laughs) That's the only top five team that's not in there.
0: (laughs) So if we just ranked them one through 31, you're playing the four (laughs) toughest teams available. Correct. Correct. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, (laughs) you, you do have to, you have to do what you did last year. You have to get out to a hot start. You don't have to be eight, no, but, man, you you hit that buy.
1: You better, yeah. You, you better gotta have seven it. wins. Yeah, you got to hit it. Um, How many wins do you think they have at the buy, Andy? Set a line for me.
0: Seven or eight. I'd set it seven and a half, uh, juice to the okay. under. Minus really? 30.
1: Okay, so seven and two you think is the most likely. This is kind of the modal outcome there?
0: Couple, couple coin flips, but, yeah, I think, yeah, seven, seven, like, you know, probably 50% of the time you have seven wins. And uh, there's a lower probability of having eight, nine. It feels uh, it would feel bad to have fewer than six, obviously. But even even six and three, and you've if you split the God, we need a name for that stretch of four games. Two of them on prime time uh, at Buffalo. You have the little bit of a the rest disadvantage coming off a Monday night game from Can- at Kansas City. Coming home one fewer days to prepare for Buffalo and then a week to prepare for the Niners. You get to at least stay at home and uh, you can go through this a uh, multitude of different ways. It sucks. And then yeah, you you hopeful hopeful. Best case scenarios, the Giants are eliminated at some point from the playoffs. Cause like that's there's a there's a really realistic shot that the Giants are very much vying for a wild card spot those last three weeks and you're getting your best shots from them
1: yeah hmm. uh boy yeah man. you need
0: seven you need you need seven wins because it's a struggle to get five after the buy
1: I'm f- having a tough time figuring out who the two teams are that are gonna beat you in that stretch you know what I mean
0: I'm just throwing in a weird one like there's a weird, weird one
1: Weird, a weird no show and the Dolphins or something.
0: I mean, even even like Tampa,
1: I kind you get of get a, you get a big risk, you get a rest too. advantage, no. but like
0: Tampa, the Dolphins, the Jets, Dallas, those are those are games that you know could be problematic.
1: I don't think you're losing to the Jets,
0: it's not a great matchup for them, but it's still at the Jets. True, it's a lot better quarterback play than
1: I mean, they may feel. be a desperate 0 and 5. It might be a kitchen sink game for the Jets, Andy. <laughs> Everything but so
0: all right. Let's uh let's take a look at their odds. Hmm. Super Bowl eight to one. Uh 330 to win the NFC. Guess you could probably find a four if you hunt. NFC East Chalk, minus one fifteen, a little better. Making the playoffs minus four hundred. Sure. Plus three hundred to <laughs> miss. I wouldn't bet that. So. Nope feels like worst case scenario, man, what what kind of scenario would it have to be for them to completely miss the playoffs in the NFC?
1: I mean, it's gotta be Marcus Mariota time.
0: Yeah. That plus like, uh, you've, you've been forced to forfeit a game by Goodell for like <laughs> some sort of gambling, illegal gambling. Oh yeah. Or some there sort of go. like, you know, yeah. the, maybe yeah. something, something very. Devonte
1: Smith and AJ Brown were were betting each other on a team plane, and that's against the rules.
0: Yeah, You signed an Iowa kicker.
1: Yeah, uh, were, win ma- total. They were, yeah, they were, they were, uh, yeah, they were, uh, uh, they were matching on uh, uh, Ole Miss, <laughs> Alabama on a plane. Alabama, they broke, they broke Alabama the baseball. Um, <laughs> yeah,
0: win totals eleven and a half, juice to the under because it should be. That's a high total. Doesn't matter how good you are. A lot of things still have to go right to win 12 out of 17 games. And this league numbers are probably pretty good. And then, but considering that easy start, I don't think it's a wait and see team. If you like the Eagles to come back, I'm not sure you're getting uh, a better Super Bowl price than, you know, eight to 10. <laughs> they'd really have to s- stumble through that tough stretch after the bye for it to drop considerably. And if they'd won seven or eight games, heading into the buy how far can it really fall so it's probably a buy early buy often if you like it and like i said uh i, I joked a little on uh, the previous show if if dallas starts out hot maybe you get a little better price than the division you know if, if we're really God, yeah. writing we the need, dallas we need narrative.
1: belichick we need belichick to do something special week one
0: Yeah, god, right. god willing. If if the eagles, if there's a spot where the eagles are three and one and there's any doubt, and we're writing all these narratives about the four and cowboys, like um uh, that's no, that's you know, an entry you know. point for me on Philly.
1: We need what we need is Belichick to really put a lid on the Eagles offense week one. And then the big takeaways week one, everybody's reacting to the games. Like, has Hertz been figured out a year, everybody spent the off-season studying the tape, Hertz is solved. Belichick put together the blueprint, and then he, he's been solved. He's been solved. Cowboys in the you know Cowboys later that night beat the crap out of the Giants, and then people are like, "Oh, I guess this is the Cowboys division to lose." Uh, the next couple of games aren't going to really help your case. So although Tampa could give your there's a realistic chance I think that Philly's offense with New England, Tampa, and Washington all three in the first four, that's a good enough trio of defenses that potentially a quarter of the way through the season, people don't realize that this is a clearly a top three offense in the NFL, right? Like there's enough of a, you know, Ben Johnson's still figuring out how he wants to sequence his plays, what he wants to do to scheme against certain defenses, right? Like this, that's this, possible that we get uh, two and two through four weeks with three weeks where the offense just isn't clicking yet. People are like, did the Eagles overpay Hertz? Has he oh, been no. figured out? Disaster. The Super Bowl hangover
0: yeah. Super Bowl hang- disaster contract. They're hung with this, you know, they're hung with this huge contract for a long time now. And oh my god. Yeah, that's a yeah. that's a buy spot.
1: Okay. Okay. I can see it.
0: Range range of outcomes. Let's let's do the I want you to go full devil's advocate realistically. Let's not do anything yeah. where The the Goodell takes away wins or, I mean, truthfully, we we do have to go to a spot where like Jalen Hurts misses a good chunk of the season. I mean, that's everybody's bottom outcome is the the quarterback Mm -hmm. misses big time. You you just don't have a good fill in. Um, Not that you have a terrible backup. I mean, he started plenty in the league. It's maybe something you can make work short term, but if Hurts is completely healthy this year, but less effective, Sure, and maybe there's some attrition on the offensive line because of age.
1: Sure,
0: and you know the the play calling, sequencing, the offensive game plan isn't as crisp with the new coordinator. Yeah, and the defense takes a little step back. How low can this team realistically go? <laughs> That's still ten wins, eight, nine, eight, ten nine, ten wins. Ten wins, like yeah. eight eight would be
1: shocking. Yeah, go pick. Yeah.
0: Go pick nine losses, even if all that's happening. Go find nine games they still lose with this with this roster. Very hard to probably nine or ten is your your absolute floor. If uh you know if you're not suffering huge cluster or quarterback injuries, ceilings probably you know thirteen, fourteen sure. wins. Man. 13, 14. Yeah. Super I don't Bowl think
1: win. I don't think you're I don't think you're coming close to last year's output personally.
0: Not with that stretch. Lead. I think like, this is sucks. yeah.
1: I think this is narrow band twelve.
0: 11-12. It does feel good to maybe, if you get through that stretch, you play four close games, you get two wins. Yeah. Maybe, you, can, you can write that off in the locker room as a coach, yeah. as an iron sharpens iron. Oh, TK. yeah.
1: We've oh, been yeah. through
0: hell and back, and now we're going to, Yeah, you know, maybe at that point, like, Saquon's hurt already, and the, the Giants aren't actually that yeah. good. We're building into but, oh, we our... have, like We have, like, three easy ones to get into the playoffs on. And we're gonna we're gonna win those three games. We're gonna get the one seed. We're gonna take a game off to get healthy and we're gonna do it again. We're going back, and this time we're getting hardware. Other yeah. than the what is the I'll... NFC trophy? The Hallis trophy? I know it's the like Hallis, the yeah. Lamar Lamar Hunt. Hunt House?
1: Yeah, that would make sense. That sounds right. Um, you know what? I'll I again like not th- Eagles fans don't take this personally. Best of luck getting them to react rational at rationally, I, I suppose. Um, but Go grease the poles before you lay this one down. I want Eagles in as a wild card. I'm excited about what those markets are going to be like
0: strictly for the prices you'd get. Yeah. It's interesting.
1: Yeah. You know, I don't game. Cause I don't, I'm not excited about them being the one seed and having teams come through Philly on rest and betting against them at all
0: we were last year
1: no no that's so what i'm saying like but like you know you, you one, get what i'm I mean, getting in, game, right yeah. like the prices are going to be tilted towards philly if they're the one seed again and teams have to come through and play them on rest right i guess
0: it I, it, it depends how they're playing as a front runner you know if it if it's like last year and like Oh no! This this Giants defense is like this is not a good matchup. Like they're gonna kind of yeah. do what they want. Like we're fine laying a touchdown there. I
1: you know, think it, what it I'm, just
0: depends how they're playing. Is, is yeah, what I'm is, getting at is the team again.
1: yeah, I know. But what I'm getting at is last year they were seven and a half point dogs hosting the Giants. That was one of the bets of the playoffs. They were two and a half point dogs hosting the Niners. Now the Niners had no quarterbacks ultimately in that game, so it, it's a little tilted. But I still think the Eagles were a great bet. You're not getting Eagles he, under three. That one felt
0: like he got away with something.
1: Like- you're not getting you're not getting Eagles under three this year in the playoffs at home. I don't think. I think the the people people are going to have enough recognition of how good they were in the Super Bowl last year, and if they're the one seat again, I think there's going to be a little bit of a surcharge on Eagles in the playoffs if they're the home one seat, which means my I think the best case scenario for finding value come playoff time in the NFC is going to be if the Eagles are the road warriors. I think.
0: All right.
1: And I think they're going to be in the playoffs no matter what. So I think that reality of 50% of the time they are in the playoffs, but not the NFC East champions are the ones that I'm the most excited about. Even if they're the two seed and you get, you know, a weak wild card, you get to bet lay the points with them as the week as the two versus seven. And then they have a tough three match, you know, a tough two, three matchup. And then at San Francisco, like that's a fun one let's say San Francisco runs away with the one seed because the NFC West is so dog shit. What is your number going to be for Eagles at San Francisco this year in the NFC championship game in the Bay this time?
0: I mean, it's hard to say at this point, you know what, what those teams look like in, 25 weeks but of course
1: i'm like not so i'm not telling you <laughs> give me an accurate number i'm just what's your gut it's say a, what does that like market pick,
0: it's like a pick'em, isn't it I'd, I'd you know currently on paper i'd have the eagles probably point and a half better than the niners too if you know it depends so much depends on the quarterback out there but if we get last year's niners team and you know that game probably should have been about pick them
1: hmm. okay okay
0: there's a good question. Is there an entry point on Hertz MVP?
1: Great question.
0: I love this. Showtime. Showtime 102.
1: There, first absolutely is. It. I think if he plays all 17 games last year, he probably beats Mahomes. Even if he loses he, at Dallas, he
0: had so much steam coming into the like the final quarter of the season, and missing those games just it just dicked it. It probably dicked Sirianni's coach of the year as well. Like that, it's, it just fell and losing those two games obviously was yeah. bad for both. But boy, it, it, it went to M- hell. In her my
1: entry point there is an entry point without question, in my opinion, and it is week five uh, at the Rams because the that stretch then Rams, Jets, Dolphins, Commanders, Dallas at home into the bye think they can rack I think they can reel off five wins there. So if you're from 2 and 2 and he's now f- being talked about as overpaid and teams have figured him out and blah blah blah, but AJ Brown is healthy and the offensive line is still winning their 1v1s, but mostly it was just they were up against tough defenses and they didn't quite get to 30 points or whatever. Then I think the entry point is probably week 5. I think you want an MVP ticket before they turn their season around and go into that stretch, KC Buffs, San Fran, Dallas. They're gonna to need to win three of those games, in my opinion, for him to get realistic consideration. But if they do win three of those games, then he could be kind of very much in a discussion. They need the one seed for him to get it, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. And and it's it's such a yeah, Eric, not a single Eagle won an award. That was, you know, it was looking like Heading into that final quarter of the season, be like, are they going to get the MVP and the Coach of the Year?
1: Travesty. Was of,
0: it was it was kind of rough that neither of them got an award. So maybe they, if you know, if they can nail down the one seat again, and he looks really good, Make maybe there's a, a good case for it. But there's also the, hey, we're at week five, and Mahomes has thrown for eighteen hundred yards already, and. Like, he's on pace for 6,000 yards and 52 touchdowns. Maybe, maybe I pump the brakes. Everything's price dependent, and it's such a fluid market. Narrative-based, counting stats-based, win-based, you know, expectations-based, and you got to see what everyone else is doing because there's a good case for the, you know, a former MVP in Baltimore to suddenly have a really good offense, and that narrative spikes Because it's something. Oh, it's been a couple years since we've been excited about that. Like, it's shiny and new again. It's uh, you know whatever we're recycling that one. It's fun. Like, let's be on Lamar. Yeah. You know, there's a non-zero chance that we see the kind of Aaron Rodgers we saw two years ago. I know you're not out out of. I know you're out on that, but it's it's within the realm of possibility because it was not that long ago, and there's some there's some decent pieces around him. If
1: Devontae Adams gets traded to the Jets, I will pivot my opinion on a dime but right now with that skill group and that offensive line and that coordinator I'm not yeah you
0: you need I, you need a second i think patrick's
1: i think patrick's over. right there are five and a half players who i think can yeah, realistically I didn't get win josh yet. Allen yet. yes it's mahomes josh allen hurts uh joe burrow lamar and i'm gonna give a half to uh justin herbert
0: yeah, he I don't think a, real.
1: I don't think realistically, Trevor Lawrence has got the goods. I don't think it's realistically, so, it's so hard. Brock going so He's in, can he's get in it. the
0: same spot where the Chargers would have to win the division. It feels like.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's why I only give him half. A half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not winning the MVP if they get second in the West, and that's where they are. Whereas,
0: that's where I, I think the Rogers thing checks out because it's it's such a narrative based bullshit thing where if the Jets are markedly better and it's because of him and you know, that there are some issues with Buffalo, if they win, the, it doesn't have to be like a 15 win season. They can be like, Hey, you and Buffalo finished 12 and five each, but you got the tiebreaker. You just won a division for the New York jets. Like, and you're in a, you know, you're in New York. Like it, it's, it's kind of a low ceiling for him and all it takes is the offense to be competent, which is kind of a high bar to clear considering who they have, but I'm not I'm not putting I'm gonna give him like a quarter.
1: Okay. Okay. So yeah. Justin Patrick was right. There's like people are
0: betting like Justin Fields can win the MVP. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Did you see Suma tweet that out? There was a book that hasn't done like nine to one. I mean it was it was it was like a paper ad. I'm sure that they just, it was pretty rough. The overall odds uh, the hold was a trillion. Look, percent. if you
1: have a, if you have a raging hard, Justin Fields boner, just go bet offensive player of the year. Yeah. Like if he, if he makes the leap of the life of his lifetime, this he's year. probably
0: rushing for 1400 yards in that scenario.
1: Yeah. If and he makes the, that leap and, and the bears you're going to be talking games. about him in that. Yeah, yeah. And the bears are still winning nine games. Like, honestly, the team wins is what ultimately completely...
0: It's like, um, oh, they're the seventh seed. But he threw for 3,400, ran for thirty. I like his chances
1: better than uh, Trey Lance.
0: I don't know if Trey Lance is good or not. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen him play. (laughs) Guy has never, literally never played a down of football. Um, He didn't even get to play, like, his senior season. They had, like... Remember, they had that extra... Like, they basically had a one game season just to get yeah. him a uh, a showcase game for the draft. Yeah. He, it's been a weird journey following him.
1: So Hurts for what it's worth of the six guys we mentioned, I'm going to give I'll give Herbert a full count, whatever. Uh of the six guys we mentioned, Hertz has the longest odds right now at 14 to 1. Um I think if if again, if they're 3 and 1 or 2 and 2 and the Cowboys are 4-0 and people are saying stuff like you know that if the if the mind hive of the betting space is Hertz has been solved in some way, shape, or form because they've just happened to play three tough defenses, um, I would bet him at thirty to one. I think that's the buy point I would look for for Hertz MVP because they can absolutely win that stretch of four games, which would make everyone think, "Oh, this is the guy." And yeah, there's a makeup factor. I think that actually is real.
0: Especially if, uh, you know what wins him the MVP? Winning three out of those four games in that stretch. Like, that, I mean, doing that probably gets you the one seed or gets you the division at least. But uh, the optics of beating, like, three really good teams, a couple of them on prime yeah. time, like, that suddenly he's like, oh, now it's it's like a two- or three-man race. And he, like you said, you you're sitting on a bigger ticket early in the season. So... All right. It. Yeah. The, yeah. The betting plan is wait and see on this offense and maybe some award markets scattered throughout the season and some, some ads to <sighs> the portfolio.
1: Andy, we got to talk about next week. I'm done with talking, talking Eagles. I think we got, I think we got these guys pretty good this year. I'm excited to bet some Eagles games. Really excited. Um, I'm going to give this Patriots plus the points, a serious consideration between now and week one. Um, I think the Patriots can keep that to three. Uh,
0: What's that out to? I saw somebody tweet. Four that and a half, like, right? Forever ago, and they were like excited about taking like a two and a half or whatever it opened at.
1: Uh, four and a half. I'm going to probably take the Patriots in that one, at least contest picks, if not actually just betting them. Um, all right. The big question now. What are we gonna do next week? Do we do we just we we stay we we stay on our heater right into the AFC North? Or do we go AFC South and get the stinker out of the way?
0: Uh honestly flip a coin. That said, I'm on vacation in two weeks. So two weeks from now, it will be the NFC South. Okay. So do you want to do stinker stinker?
1: Yeah, to end. Yeah, I'd rather do stinker, stinker to end. We can keep yeah. those pods to 30 minutes.
0: Okay. Yeah. Let's August. go. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's go AFC North.
1: Yeah. I think NBA, yeah, we
0: have the, we have the NFC West. Yeah.
1: We're, 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 uh, we're cranking. I think we go right into the AFC North next week. Let's talk Steelers and Browns and Ravens and Bengals. Oh my. All
0: right. Hey, appreciate you guys hanging out for the last couple hours. Appreciate Drew for showing up.
1: <laughs> Apologies for running late, guys. <laughs> no, I value your we'll, time. I do.
0: We'll we'll just... yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't given him shit yet, so had to get that out of the way. If you're in the YouTube, hit the thumbs up. That really helps. Obviously, subscribe. That helps a lot too. Um, share with your friends. Comment on the post in the YouTube is a big, uh, a big boost. Little things you can do to help us out. If you listened on a podcast feed, leave us a nice five star review. Um, follow us on Twitter, hang out, whatever. See you in the Discord, and we'll catch you next Monday.
1: How oh. did I might, uh, the PowerPoint
0: negotiation go? Talks Sign about...
1: up for the Survivor League in the, dis- in the uh, description, oh, please.
0: Yeah. All right, I want to make sure we said that. Survivor
1: for Survivor, guys. Survivor Football. Commanders the Commanders Week one. Super
0: Bowl tickets to the winner.
1: It's free. Link in the description. Going Vegas. Winners
0: going to Vegas.